Oh my god, 400,000 people have left Star Wars. The Old Republic. Here's exactly why you shouldn't care. Up next, Star Wars Off the Record. Quest Network is proud to present Star Wars Off the Record. Okay, welcome back everyone to Star Wars Off the Record. Man, we got we got uh, an all-star cast out here for you today. It is uh, it is Thursday, Thursday the tenth at eight eighteen p.m. and we are we are ready to rock and roll today. Uh, we got a couple of changes to the show coming up, which we're going to announce, and then we're going to get into the doom and gloom that everyone's been all worried about the whole freaking week for no damn reason. Oh my God, people are leaving the game, and here's exactly why you shouldn't care. First. Here is the one, the only, the man with Lou, the lore with man, Lou lore, loring Lou, the guy with all the master plans. Here he is, Louis Olan. Hello, Evarwin. Good up? evening, everyone. What's up, bro? Not much. What's How up, are things? Bro? It's good, man. Totally, totally freaking, freaking awesome. Uh, Dave, Dianforce. No longer crap audio, but crap audio in my heart. Adams is here as well. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you all for listening. And yes, we will have a wonderful, loving, kind show today. Barwina made sure of that one before the show. That's right. We uh, Hopefully, we won't get too much of this. The the Wookie the Wookie rant there no no Dave is Dave is always on I'm gonna on Wookie rant no and it's and, gonna uh, happen no no totally it's cool. gonna happen lovingly just so you know guys <laughs> Dave is gonna Wookie rant <laughs> lovingly <laughs> all right look uh, not only are we joined by by Lewis Olan and Dave Deanforce Adams but we have Fred and Rob joining us today. Neither of which does Evarwin know our last names. That's not true. (laughs) I totally know your name, Fred. It's Fred W. and Rob Bauer. (laughs) I listen to Minecraft off the record. I know it's Fred Woodley. I just like like calling you Fred and Rob. You had to remember it. Fred W. Fred Fred W. 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 W Fred. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. Fred, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, it's all right. (laughs) It's all good, bro. It's all good. It's all all (laughs) good. Get get to my Gungan ram. (sighs) Mishiani! Strikes a nerve every time. (laughs) 
Yeah, it just I get a twitch every time he does that. Ow! Me so want to drown myself when Fred does that. Uh, <laughs> that's just Diddy Varwin. I don't know why anybody's even fussing over the 400k subscription loss because we all know seven years from now, just like WoW added the pandas, Sorcerer's going to add we, the Gungans. Can we please, can oh, we please God. focus on the show, Dave, and not type in Skype and distract me? Could that is that possible at all? <laughs> <laughs> just as everyone knows, this whole intro, this? I've been copying and pasting um, I Will Survive by Deanna Ross into... I'm, like, I'm not even reading this. I'm just like, it's like, you know, little yellow dot, little yellow dot, little yellow dot. <laughs> like, just stop! <laughs> Rob, oh, today's going to be a good day. Properly introduce today's yourself, be Rob, because I'm, I'm dropping the ball on you, buddy. Good, good. <laughs> good God. Excellent. Excellent. All right, that's that's good enough. So, all right, we have ourselves an awesome roundtable. Okay, we've got we've got Lou, who's been involved in MMO gaming since he was probably in diapers. We've got we've got Dave, who's been uh, MMO gaming and he's still in diapers. And we've got Fred and Rob, <laughs> who are who are MMO gaming and sharing the same diaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, basically, we got ourselves a, a, a nice little, nice little roundtable of of seasoned veteran MMO gamers, and we're prepared to tell you exactly why we're not worried about Star Wars: The Old Republic. Now, if you're if you're into podcasting, okay, and you're into Star Wars: The Old Republic, you've been listening to the same old nonsense this entire week ever since they came out. With this whole thing about, you know, 25% of our subscriber base has, has, you know, no longer subscribed to us anymore. And, okay, whatever. Like, I, you know, fine, okay, not the best news in the whole wide world, but not exactly, you know, meaningful either in, in the grand scheme of things. So I'm really sick and tired. And, and Fred brought this up. He's like, dude, have you been listening to the, to the shows lately? I'm like, eh. Uh, yeah, he, uh, not really. No, so tell me what you got. And he, he, so he brought this whole thing up, and I'm like, all right, let's let's chat about this because this is out of hand, <laughs> totally out Absolutely. of hand. So, but before we get into that, real quick, um, Dave and Fred and Rob each have an announcement to make. So, so let's 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 cut to Dave. Uh, who's in the eye of the hurricane at the moment? Uh, Dave, how's the wind force out there? It's really windy here, Stan. No, I wanted to give the announcement that I will be moving to a guest position on Star Wars Off the Record. I'll be moving to a full-time uh, host position on Minecraft off the record, which is Sunday nights, and I guess I'm still going to be a, a guest on on here because uh, y'all are going to need me, ain't you? Yeah. No, no, because guest implies that you're welcomed here. Wow. You are a substitute. Forget you, Fred. Wow. Who cares what you said? <laughs> you, wow. You're the fifth. Hate you, Fred. This is my mom. Like chair host. Better. Oh my you're god. The fifth chair. 
<laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> but but I'd like to point out, like a bunch of bickering children. I, like I know. Point out though, fifth chair is still closer to the front than Ivarwin's seventh chair after that slip up he had That's on it. Right. All right, Rob, you have a box with your name on it, and I I would ask that you please crawl back in. <laughs> 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 Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, no, that's that's uh officially uh Dave will will not be on the show on a recurring basis here and it has really nothing to do uh with anything other than the fact that uh Joe stole him and uh I I uh hate Joe forever. No, that really that's not true at all. No. Um no, we we're just we're moving things around in the network. Um the Star Wars Off the Record is is now uh, it records on Thursdays, but now we're going to move it to Mondays, simply because of how the f- the shows fall and how the hosts' schedules are. It's it's getting very difficult the last couple of weeks to really get you know all of our information, our gameplay aligned to make these shows the best they can be. And before it becomes an issue, we want to just jump on that and, and just kind of move things around a bit and when shows get moved sometimes we got to move hosts so that's that's really all it, this is born out of um in keeping with our our movement and our our uh, movement of hosts fred and rob have a little announcement to make as well don't you guys oh you want me to make my announcement yeah go ahead fred We'd like to thank our sponsor, Doghouse Systems, for sponsoring this episode. Good for you. Jumping right on that. Awesome plug. Awesome. They're an awesome sponsor. Great gaming computer. So if you're in the market, Don't head on about over their laptops. to doghousesystems.com. They got great laptops, and too. That's right. Desktop and laptop. But wait, there's more. Yes, and I'm getting to that, Rob. Oh my god. <laughs> when you buy a doghouse system computer because they are that amazing and you will want to buy one, plug in the code off the record, all one word, and they will double your RAM. The what? They'll double your RAM. The what? Double it. Rob, turn up your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going along with the cheesiness. I, I gotta say though, Doghouse Systems, like their cases, immaculate, man. Have you seen those armor cases? Oh yeah. yes, I want one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all you can do is just go. Oh, why aren't you mine? <laughs> Sometimes I, I I go on their website and I I like touch my screen lovingly, trying to caress the case, like. Oh, that's, uh... You are so sexy, doghouse rig case. Mm -hmm. I had a buddy that had one gaming computer, and every time he got mad, he'd kick the tower. When he finally got a doghouse, he started punching the monitor instead. (laughs) (laughs) Because the doghouse punched back. (laughs) Kind of going the other way with that one, huh? (laughs) So, yes, our show is sponsored in part by DoghouseSystems.com. Give them a try, guys. Totally awesome gaming computers. Jump on all over that because they're going to take good care of you. Tremendous customer service, too, by the way. Don't don't forget that. Awesome customer service. Now, now, Rob, please please tell the uh, the the wonderful listeners that we do have what they have in store. Yeah, we, uh, we got some great announcements. Uh, yeah. Myself and Fred, we will be permanent hosts here on the Star Wars Off the Record. And, what? Uh, Since I know, when? Right? Shh, 
Fred, we were going to surprise you later. Just just be quiet. <laughs> I didn't agree to that. But not only that, but less Chewbacca ranting. We swear. <laughs> oh, but oh, I like so that's what happened, Dave. They fired you and brought us on. Yeah, it takes two of y'all to replace one of me. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> I guess Lou agrees. <laughs> now, Chewie, what do you have to say about that? Oh, okay. That's, that's your good. cue to talk, Dave. Oh, see, no, see, even, even Chewbacca has my back. Ain't that right, bro? Yeah. There he goes. Yep. Indeed, Chewbacca. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. All right. So, all right, guys. So, we're here for a reason, not to just talk in our microphones, sound like idiots, and play with Chewbacca soundboards. Um, we are... God, that would be a damn good podcast. I know, right? We should totally make up a Star Wars podcast. Like oh, that. man, that would be great. Would be great. Andy, you would like Star Wars. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> So okay, let's let's uh, let's let's toss it over to Lou because Lou's sitting there, nice and quiet, rolling his eyes, thinking, "I can't believe I'm I'm involved with these idiots." <laughs> and uh, he's he's got something that that he wants to he's he's going to take this he's going to take this ship and he's going to sail it into the stars. So why don't you start us off there, buddy? Okay, well we're going to cut down to the chase. We're going to go to the Dark Council, which is our roundtable discussion. And this is a story. On May 7th, 2012, EA Electronic Arts released their earnings for the fourth quarter. And they reported a loss of about 24% of their subscriber base for Star Wars The Old Republic. <gasps> what? <gasps> what? What? No, wait, hold on. Wait, what was that again? 24% of the subscriber base for Star Wars The Old Republic. This is bull. I'm leaving the game. Screw you this guys. Going on. No, we're going to be on this these servers nonsense. anymore. I'm done with this. This is absolute. No, that really just. I happened. think he actually left. You know what that <laughs> means? Sure quit. Dude, Fred, me and you and Lou can take this over. This is ridiculous. I'm quitting the game. It's failing. It's falling around upon my ears, and I can't. <laughs> yes. Well, it is true. I mean, the reported numbers yes. dropped from 1.7 million to now 1.3 million. And tonight we're going to discuss how this affects the community and how it's going to affect you. Dun, dun, dun. Should it affect you? Will you allow it to affect you? Yes, will you allow it to affect you? All right. And I, for one, will preface it by saying it shouldn't raise any alarms for anyone. Yes, that seems like a huge number. But here's how you look at it. And we're going to you know, take the next, I guess, hour or so and, and tell you, listener, why. Or just give our opinions as to why. Yeah, this should not feed the fuel for the fire for the naysayers out there. Not at all. Right. Well, basically, yeah. We what we want to do is we're gonna we're gonna get into our reaction with with this with this news. So, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we're 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 joking around a lot about it, but the fact is, it, it it's obviously not the news you want to hear. You know, if 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 it were the other way around, and and we all of a sudden gained, you know, close to. You know, half a million subscribers. Everyone would be like, "Oh, it's a, I knew it!" And uh, it's a great game. And you know, obviously, you know, the game has things that we would like to see in it that are not there currently. That's very true to say. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously, this is not the the most 
the most happy. This is not the happiest of, of news bits to to have received. But I mean, is uh, anyone is anyone here like really that? Are you really are you really that surprised? To be honest, no, absolutely not. This is definitely a healthy MMO cycle. It, an MMO is launched, a huge player base gets on board, and after the first couple months, this is what happens. You All lose right, well, this huge, large population. Rob, let me stop you there, okay? Because you just said something that, that everyone's just like, you know, they're slamming on their brakes, and they're like, what? Did he just say healthy? How is this even yeah. remotely healthy? So how is this? How, how could you even use that word healthy in a time like this, Rob? Please, like, because my, my world is falling around it's falling down around my ears, and I, I need to feel loving. Shh, 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 shh. It's okay. Coddle it's me. okay. Come, come here. It's okay. <laughs> listen, listen to the words. <laughs> no, seriously. No, like, so, how how could this possibly be? You know, part of the norm, the normal MMO healthy cycle, as you as you put it. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone's already complaining that there's not enough people on online, anyways, as it is, which which is not true whatsoever. Think about it. You have a you know one million players on right now, one point two million players on at the moment. That's about fifteen thousand players per server. There's there's eight, about eighty servers, right? So that's that's a lot of players, a lot of players, and a majority of them are concentrated on more servers than others. Mm-hmm. But it's healthy that this is happening because with any MMO that's ever been released. And and this is with any MMO. Yes, I'm including WoW on this one. When an MMO is first launched, it gets a lot of hype. A lot of marketing goes into that, you know, as far as building up that community, building up the hype for the game. Everybody wants to get into it and play it. So everyone does. You know, mom and dad buy it for Christmas for the kids. You know, they buy it for themselves. You know, everyone has a big old party, right? And then I people are figuring out, like, I didn't oh. get tour for Christmas. That's nonsense. <laughs> My mom did not get me tour for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going well, give it to me for Christmas either. I know, right? God, Ma. <laughs> I'm going to call her and keep going. I'm texting my mom. Keep going. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it, it's healthy that this is happening because people are, are realizing that, you know, the, the portion of players that, that aren't here now. So, you know, the, the 200,000 players that left, the court, you know, the, about 25% of the population. That That is a large number. You know, don't get me wrong. That That is a large number. But at the same time, you have to remember... These are players that are first getting into the game, maybe mm-hmm. even be first players to an MMO period. So these are players that are first experienced how the game is to them. And if they don't like it, they're not going to play it. It's that simple. Nobody's going to pay every month for a game they don't enjoy, right? Correct. So that's the reason why this is a healthy chain. This is, it's, this is what's going to happen, and this is what happens to every MMO. Some worse than others. If, if we're looking at the numbers in straight, you know, if we're, if we're looking at the, the population in straight numbers... Mm-hmm. And looking at this statistically, okay, the amount of players that have left during that period of time from one EA announcement to this EA announcement not but a few days ago, it's not that big of a deal. I, I know, I know, everyone's just like, whoa, whoa, yes it is, my friend, uh, uh, excuse me, about 200,000 players left. No, 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 <laughs> it's not that big of a deal, I promise you, it, it really isn't. If you, in the grand scheme of things, this is healthy, because... At this point now, this is when Bioware can go back and go, all right, we need to restructure things. We can move servers here and there. We can combine servers. Now we can start moving nodes, hardware, software. Everything starts getting in place. This is this is a good period. This is healthy for an MMO to do this. All right. You know what, Rob? I'm feeling really negative right now, so I'm going to ask Dave. Whoa, bro. Whoa. No. Put on your happy pants, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, is there is there any legitimacy at all in that, or is Rob just blowing smoke up my butt? 
All right. First off, this is not my only point I've given on this subject, but on the point of Rob, first off, Rob's an idiot. Um, Damn. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I completely agree. Actually, Rob's right on this one. The point is, is that every MMO has those niches that they're trying to bring out to the public. Some people don't like them. Some people love them. Some people love this game just for leveling. Like me, personally, the in-game to me sucks. I love going up, leveling up a new character. I started a new sniper character just the other day. I'm loving it. But that's just me. That's what I love about this game. If the people can't find that niche that they love, then they're going to leave. And actually, for a game, that's what you want, is the people who just hate it, yeah, you kind of do just want them to go on their way. Because the more that someone hates a game and they're stuck sitting in it, stewing, it's going to become wow, and everyone's just going to play it just to play it, and they hate themselves at the end of the day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's an interesting spin. Um, Lou, you've been you've been playing MMOs since the term was barely invented. Um, you've been you played you played EverQuest Online, okay, and and that that name of that MMO was derived from the fact that they needed to get across the idea that you know this game doesn't end. You are ever questing. You are forever questing. So you've right. been you've been playing MMOs since before the term has even come out. In your experience, are these guys off their rocker with what they're saying? Or, I mean, is this like, is this like you know, kind of expected? It's kind of, it is expected. As with anything, as with any MMO, uh, as Rob has said, um, but what you about- have a great, you have a great hype PR machine, and it does its job. It does it very well for all these games. It brings in, it tracks all these customers. And so you have an influx. All right, but what about the the scale of this? I mean, four hundred thousand subscribers just dropping off in the first quarter. Now, the first business quarter is the first three months of the year, isn't it? Not usually, yes. And, and that's, that's the period true. we're talking about. If I have this correct, that is the period we're talking about. Um. Well, no, actually, this is for their fourth quarter. The way EA structures their Okay, their fourth fiscal quarter. Their fourth quarter, yes, their fourth fiscal quarter for the okay. year. All right, so okay. that's basically you know the the last the, the last three months of of this you know that we've we've recently you know gone through January, yes. February, and March is their fourth quarter fiscal year. Um, right. Okay, so that that's the time space we're talking about. We're not talking about a month. We're talking about three months. We've had four hundred thousand people walk away from the game. Right, and okay. as was mentioned previously, yes, that is a good thing because, as Dave mentioned as well, all right, you have players who, for whatever reason, valid or not, it's all personal. You know, they don't like the game; they leave, for good or for bad. You know, it helps build a community because now you have actual players who have a genuine interest in playing this game, enjoying it for what it's worth. They it, they have found their niche in this MMO, all right, and they're going to keep coming back, and that's what you want because they're going to be that one customer that's always going to you know, want to keep subscribing and, of course, giving revenue to the company. All right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, World of Warcraft, for all its good things, all its bad things, you know, it is that, I guess, pinnacle that has that every 
potential every MMO company wants to have. They want to have that player base. Who wouldn't? Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's you it, know. Right, and you know, people tend to forget too that in the end, an MMO is run by a company, and they're a business. You know, they're out to make money. They're out to make a profit for themselves and for their shareholders. But they, you know, they want to put out a product that will attract and keep their customers. And I know a lot of people lose sight of that when they start whining, complaining, and bitching on the forums about stuff that they absolutely have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, let's 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 put it where it is. Okay, we're not trying to you know say that this is. I mean, you, you hear us. You, you've already heard us say like this is a good thing. It's it's really not okay. We're not saying this is a good thing. We're not really trying to say that. What we are trying to say though is that it's a good thing for the player, not necessarily for Bioware, you know, or for EA. But for for us, this you know, for the for the regular player out there, and it's not you know, it's not a positive thing for the player either. It's just. It's kind of like a return to normalcy, I suppose, is, is sort of right. what we're trying to get across. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a normal state. That's exactly right. what this is. If anything, this allows now Bioware the time to actually stabilize the population because now you're actually working with with honest numbers that they can deal with. Yeah. Okay. Whether or not you have those players who just tried it out for 30 days, found out they didn't like it because it didn't suit them. Again, they don't like the mechanics, don't like the graphics, what have you. It doesn't matter. You know, the time is up. They've decided not to come back. That's fine. They're out, and now what you have sitting here now, you know, on 10 May 2012, you have the players who genuinely want to stay, who want to see Tor succeed and do well. You know, they want to see what Bioware has out, you know, what they have in store for us. Yeah. So, now, Fred, which is a pretty great number, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, that's all. I mean, it, it was astronomical before, but even with, even with the loss um, that was reported, I mean, their their number is still very high and positive for for the community in and of itself. But um, I want to I want to cut to Fred uh, in in a second because I know Fred, you've got you've got some pretty pretty interesting tidbits that have been you know floating around out there that you want to bring up. Yeah. Um, but my my next question is 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 going straight to Dave on this one. All right. Even though there's supposedly a lot of people around subscribed to the game, how come I don't see them, Dave? Why? Why is that? Well, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I've seen is possibly the best part of this game, and the biggest um, trouble for people finding each other is that worlds are separated, almost instanced. So. One person on one world can't easily get to another person on another world without hopping two, three, sometimes even four um, load screens. So people feel separated. That is kind of the point, but people do feel separated in this game. Um, I really believe that that could be the major downfall, where actually to me, that's the biggest positive thing about this game entirely well honestly like i i have to kind of disagree with you on that one point because for me personally i don't feel separated i mean i would like to group up more um to get flashpoints done and whatnot but to be honest like i've been so addicted to my story for the jedi guardian lately that i really don't feel like being social and i think that's a big portion of this as well that the the story 
in the game is is so good and they can encourage alting so much that i think a lot of people have kind of like their heads stuck in their their first player game spending all their time making alts and leveling up not worrying about in-game and making friends to have to raid with and i don't think that's the i'm not trying to pass that off as the lion's share of the issue i I, completely agree yeah i just remember when you and i made uh jedi knights together yes we even had the problem with going through the same instance together for the Jedi Knight storyline. We'd have to do it multiple times if we were to go in the same instance together. Oh, yeah. And Dave and I came up with a really awesome um, uh, fix for that, didn't we? Well, we had to run it separately, but that defeats the purpose of making friends in an MMO. Well, yeah, but what we did to to make it fun for us even still is we would race each other to the other side. It was cool because you could see each other on the map, so we would race (laughs) each other to the end and see who could complete it first. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I understand the concept where you're saying that you should be able to do a class quest one time and both get credit, you have to keep in mind that from Bioware's perspective, they're trying to tailor make a movie for your character specifically. And if you're doing it together, then your character isn't the individual hero that they want you to be. Right. Which then kind of, you know, brings up this well, idea. No, of... that that still doesn't work because if they're any other class but your own, they can still come in with you. That's true, and they disappear, but you're the only one getting credit at that point. If you had two Jedi Knights and both of them were going to get credit, then both of them would be in the cutscene. Well, would throw then off just the have it so they have separate cutscenes. Well, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of things that, that can be done for that um, in order to, to fix that. But the, the fact is, is that <clears throat> at the end of the day, this is not the way Tor was built. And and I think a lot of people have experienced uh, culture shock going from one MMO to this one, where this is the only MMO out there that really does this. Now, it doesn't make it bad. It just makes it different, totally different and unique. And I don't think a lot of people were prepared for that, to be honest. I, I, don't, I don't think when they said there's going to be a heavy emphasis on, on single player, I don't think a lot of people were thinking like, okay, so I can run into an instance and do it all on my own, but if I wanted to run in there with a friend, like that was going to cause an issue. I think a lot of people said, cool, questing is going to be totally easy, and ooh, instances for just me? Well, that'll cut down my grouping time or, or my grouping requirements. Awesome. I like that. And I think that was like kind of the end where it stopped. I can speak exactly to that same situation, because for a little while, my girlfriend and I were leveling up Sith Inquisitors at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she was going full dark side, and I was going completely light on my guy. So if we would have both been getting credit for doing the class story at the same time, I would have felt completely cheated, or she would have, if the opposite role would have won and it messed up our class stories. Yeah, I completely, yeah. Me and Avarwin were doing the same thing. I was being the man and going dark side, and he was playing, you know, going light side. Well, without giving away too many spoilers here... (laughs) Dave, you know that in the Sith Warrior story, there's one particular companion that if you go light side, you get a different version of her. Yeah. There so is. if you were doing that with another Sith Warrior and they rolled dark and you were going light, one of you is going to get screwed over and get the companion that you didn't want. 
they could still separate the um like when you're talking to the guys with the the cutscenes they could totally separate that that isn't it. yeah they they could but yeah and like i said in the beginning there's there's a whole bunch of ways that they could they could you know work this out or not work it out at all depending on what they wanted to do with the game all right um but depending on who you are this could be an issue or it may not be an issue um but it's it's one of those one of those things that that uh, i think people experienced some liked it some did not and that has added to some of the the frustration that that you know we've been we've been hearing lately now now fred yes. speaking of that fr- frustration fred like what's some of the stuff that you were telling me earlier in the day that you've been hearing regarding this this news people are just going ballistic because they they love to blow things out of proportion and make something that isn't even there for instance, the original number that we were given was 1.7 million subscribers. That was by EA and their previous earnings call. Okay. And this was during a time when a lot of people were still in the free 30 days that they got just for buying the game. They were being counted as subscribers. Okay. And any MMO out there, even World of Warcraft when it was new, you get a ton of people that buy the game and you get a certain percentage of them that stay and a certain percentage of them that go about their merry way. Right. But people forget about that because back when Blizzard went through this, they were a private company and didn't have to show these numbers. And I think that's the biggest downfall is that some of these MMO companies have to tell people what their subscription numbers are. Right. Yeah. They got to, they got to report that stuff and, now that was the biggest thing that saved rift during the beginning i know for sure well i'm glad you brought that up dave because i remember a year ago having this exact same thing happen for rift which is why and the same thing happened it's you know what it is it's culture shock that's what it is people are walking into this mmo expecting it to be exactly like all these other mmos Oh, if it isn't exactly like this, it's wrong. It's not that game. People are walking in, they're realizing this isn't that other game you're playing just reskinned as as Star Wars. Right. This is its own game. And th- some people don't like that. Some people are, I want to play my own game, but I want to retexture the Star Wars. Well, that's not how it's going to be. As Lou says, they didn't make the game for you. That's right. <laughs> when Lou laid it down. <laughs> I love you, Lou. You're amazing. Um, um, you're but, exactly yeah. right, though, Dave, because like I've said before, I'm in AIE, which ha- mainly has its foothold in WoW. And we had a bunch of people that came over to SWOTOR when it launched, and they played it. And when their 30 days was up, they went back to WoW, because SWOTOR yeah. isn't WoW. Right. And that's the whole thing. It, it fills... A niche, like if you want the amazing end game in a game, you're going to go to Rift. If you want the amazing PvP, you're going to go to Guild Wars Two. If you want the amazing level up, you're going to go to Star Wars, hands down. Leveling up process in any MMO, Star Wars has got it, and people are going to realize that. The, yeah. the people who just love to quest, who just love to make alts, this is the game for them. And, and I think you know people what? that. No, I'm sorry, Rob. Just let me just get this one thing out real quick. Yeah, that's that's ahead. the one thing that I think every MMO has not done well, including Warcraft. Now, 
you can say that at this point, Warcraft has got it down pat, and I guess they do, all right? Um, you know, I've always found leveling and, and questing in any MMO to be just, you know, grindy and annoying, but I did it because I wanted to get to endgame. Um, with Tor, you know, I, I love it. You know, I'm still... I'm, you know, I'm still into it, and I'm experiencing parts of my my class story that are blowing my mind at this point. I mean, I don't want to release any spoilers, but I mean, the some the stuff that I'm 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 seeing happen on my screen, I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh my god! Did you kill somebody with a lightsaber? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, well, don't worry, Varwin. Any too. part of the story you're getting to now, Varwin, we all played that four months ago. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, Evar. Virtual high five, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I would have been I more think, vocal on that because I did appreciate I'm it, but I had to mute myself and uh, and close my window because there's some some people out there racing their motorcycles like a bunch of idiots <laughs> down my street. Wow! So that Star but, Wars, you know, Sotor definitely has hands down the best storyline of any MMO out there. And it's not just a storyline for everyone. It's a storyline custom-tailored to each class. And not only that, but it's custom-tailored to each side that you choose, whether it be light or dark. That in and of itself, with the storyline, if if people are coming to to look for an MMO that has story, SOTOR is definitely your MMO. Hands down, no questions asked. Yeah, without without a doubt. Bioware, Bioware has absolutely perfected storytelling in a game. Whether it be Dragon Age or Mass Effect, with Sotor now, I mean this. I mean, the storyline itself is compelling enough to play the game. Very true. Right, and Very it takes true. place in one of the greatest IPs, in my opinion, that ever exists: the Star Wars <laughs> universe. Okay. Ex- yeah, absolutely. Lightsabers. I mean, with, with, you're living your own saga. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exactly what they've given you. Oh, quite, yeah. quite literally, with with the Legacy series. It it has to be one of the most powerful ips of any movie of any story that's out there and and it just continues to grow as well it's infinitely yeah. growing well which is amazing it, it the that's i think that was one of the biggest selling features about this game was was the ip um however you know people and i think that's part of the reason why it started with such huge numbers and I think once people started playing it, they started seeing things that they're used to in go- in game, you know, mm-hmm. quality of life stuff that just weren't there anymore. Like for example, the um, the looking for group system that that every MMO basically rolls out with now, like that's not in this game. Uh, Evarwin, yeah. what game came out recently that had a looking for yeah, group tool at launch? Rift didn't have one. WoW didn't have one. They've all come out later. There hasn't been a game that's launched yet with looking for a group tool in it that has been a decent tool. But but you know what? Fred, needless to say, you're 100 percent right. I'm I'm wrong. You are right. Needless I'm, to say, I'm not though, remembering that correctly. At, at, at this point in MMOs, they should be rolling out with that though. I they should be rolling agree. out with that kind of feature. That shouldn't be something that comes out in a patch layer saying, oh, look at this cool new feature we have. Oh, right, a feature you should have rolled out with from it, the very beginning. It really does. It feels like they have to climb up to get to the point where they can even call it an MMO. But let's yeah. look at the situation here. Chances are it was EA that forced this game to launch Christmas of 2011. 
This game Absolutely. wasn't ready when it launched. They've admitted that. They've said that 1.2 is where they wanted the game to be when it launched. Right, that's correct. And they've said that 1.3 is going to come a lot faster than 1.2 did. So that means, in theory, the game would have launched with 1.2 and we'd have had the looking for group tool with the very next patch. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's definitely um, you know something that Blizzard stresses is that they don't release on time schedules. They release when they feel that the game is right, and they can do that because they don't have somebody like that backing them, you know, or pushing them forward like that. EA has been renowned for being a bully with games; they've always pushed forward, which yeah. is surprising. You know, we'll see what happens with Assassin's Creed, but that's a totally different story. But you know, Blizzard's renowned for you know waiting forever, and and that's something that Star Wars couldn't have done. Unfortunately, Star Wars needed to get that hype; they needed to get that PR, uh, you know, machine going because if they hadn't. I, I don't think SOTOR would have been as big as it had been if it hadn't launched when it did. You know, those features that came out later on after that with the alteration of the UI as well as the uh, looking for group tab, uh, you know, that if the game had launched now with those features, I don't feel that SOTOR would have been as big as it is now. And for sure, it would have had an even larger number of unsubscribers. That's for sure. My thoughts were this. Anybody that would have played this game and stuck with it, if they've left now, they're probably going to come back and try it again when the looking for group tool comes in. And anybody that left just because of that and has no intentions of coming back, those people were just looking for the first excuse they could to leave the game and say it sucks. Yeah, I mean, if if you're really not enjoying the game, I mean, you shouldn't be playing it no matter what game it is, whether it's this or or anything else. Right, Um, yeah. If but you don't that, enjoy the game, you, you're not going to pay for it. It's that simple. Well, Why it's would you just pay for something not enjoying? You see all these people jumping ship from one MMO to the other, and yet everyone's saying, oh, look at WoW. It's so big. Everybody plays it. It's obvious what's happening. People are looking for that game that's better than WoW Absolutely. because they oh, don't want to play it anymore. That's been going yeah. on for two, three years now. You know, right. Everyone's been talking Absolutely. about the WoW killer. and Yeah, yeah just, exactly. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, every year it seems like they have something called a WoW Killer come out. You know, the the next MMO to come out is going to be the WoW Killer. Everyone Don't builds worry, up guys. on this hype. In three months, we'll be talking about Guild Wars 2 being the WoW Killer. Yeah, that, you know what, Dave? You're absolutely right. That's what's going to happen. No. It, it's, no. It's going to it's going to continue to grow like that though. It, it won't. Maybe it might not be us, but it's going to be someone. No, someone you, is going to say. You guys say are forgetting already that we already had the Elder Scrolls Online announced. That's the WoW Killer. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was thinking the same thing, Fred. And I was I thinking the to... same thing. If anything is going to be a WoW Killer, it's going to be that game. Yeah, Guild but... Wars Two is missing its chance to even be called the WoW Killer now. That well, term is already being thrown around officially right. in in. I'm telling you though, Elder Scrolls communities. We will be having, in three months, Guild Wars 2 will be called the WoW Killer. In six months, we'll be having the same conversation about Guild Wars 2. Probably. No, and, and in whether, six months, we'll whether be going, we, when's Guild Wars 3 coming out? <laughs> whether we are or aren't really really doesn't matter. Um, what matters is this, okay? For me, personally, I'm still playing Tor. I love that game. Now, my play will fluctuate from week to week and from month to month. You know, this month, I might put in 10 hours. Next month, I might put in 50. That's just the kind of MMO gamer that I am. That's never changed. What yeah. what has changed is the game I play, and I'm playing Tor. And the reason why I'm playing it is because I enjoy the hell out of that game. 
The single player is totally awesome. When I group up with Dave or with anybody else, I have an amazing time. I was playing uh, earlier earlier the other day, and you know I ran in with you know uh, this guy. He was he was a trooper, and we were on. Um, it's not Bell Savis. It's the uh, Boss. Balmora. Balmora. We were, we were running around, and we just decided to, to group up and do this thing, and we had an unbelievable time. And and I literally typed in there, like, you know, I, dude, I'm having a, a freaking awesome time, and I don't even know you. And he said, you know what, I'm having a, you know, I'm having a great time, too. Like, this is this is really cool. And we made friends. And then he oh, said, you want to buy some credits? Had a huh? and then we, we... <laughs> you want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> <laughs> And then we walked out holding our, holding hands, and it was fun. Um, and rainbows coming out your ass. Now, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, rainbows were coming out of my butt, and it felt great. <laughs> I liked it. I needed to pass that rainbow. But in the end, rainbows though, were coming out my butt, and it's in the okay. End, though, what happens is, is you know, the great thing about MMOs is the fact that you can have complete strangers, you know, willing to take that chance. You know, group up and realize that whole dynamic, which, folks, if you haven't realized what MMO stands for, multiply, massively multiplayer online. Okay, it doesn't mean multi co op, means multiplayer, meaning you group up with me, I'm grouping up with you, we're going to go out there and tackle this content because, you know, lots of games in the past, till now, they have been designed with the group, the group dynamic in mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people didn't realize when Tor released was that it is also it was so very solo friendly. I think people forgot about that aspect. Okay, yeah. they didn't they didn't feel the need for it because you know your class, your playstyle, you know, w- was pretty decent enough where you didn't need feel the need to go out there and look for groups. Um, granted, maybe of course people being human, you know, different skills, maybe not as good. They need help, what have you. You know, they couldn't find it, couldn't get it. They left the game. You know, they're probably those people who were complaining about the LG tool. You know, when all you really had to do was flag yourself LG, open the damn window, and see who's looking for a group two, and there you go. <laughs> it, it would be very interesting to see the average level of all the players, to see where, where everyone's at at the moment. Because... As you as you continue to get you know higher levels, you, you find yourself needing to be in a group more and more until you you find yourself always in a group. Correct. And right. you, which you know I, it makes sense because you know like let's let's just speculate. You know this is completely speculation. Bioware didn't say this. You know nobody said this yet um, as far as what their average level is. But like let's just say the average level is forty right now. Yeah, that's that's a pretty high level. Uh, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. compared to compared to the entire mass of the population, one point uh, two million. So let's put that in perspective, or one point three million, excuse me. But um, let's put that in perspective, you know, and, and let's think about if they decided to release this game sooner or, or later, rather, uh, as they had intended it to, releasing it at one point two, that level would have been lower. And so when they would have released that group, um, the group finder, it would have been at that perfect perfect moment when you were always looking for that group. So maybe at level thirty or so, right? Right. It, not not necessarily because even though World of Warcraft has an excellent dungeon finder tool, a lot of people don't use the dungeon finder and they do oh, the solo content and then at yeah. max level that's when they start using it. 
right, you'll, but, you'll always have those people that'll grind it out regardless you know people some, yeah. some people enjoy grinding it out i mean that's that's just that's just yeah. how some people are you're but, gonna, yeah, um, you're gonna that's get actually of, how i play yeah <laughs> a lot of people yeah. out there would rather just not but i think the big the big thing is is as long as it's there look the, the fact of the matter is is that you know if you're subbed up to this game all right. Um, you're in on the ground floor of an MMO that's got it's not going anywhere. It's got many years to go. All right. Whether it goes through some dramatic changes or not. All right. You're in on the ground floor. So you're feeling that right now. OK. 1.3 is coming out soon. And guess what's going to be there? All right. A group finder that's a lot better than what's out there right now. So like, OK, that's going to get fixed. The legacy system is out, and all, and and you know that that added a lot of functionality to the game as well that everyone was excited about. Um, you know, I know servers feel underpopulated. That's eventually going to get itself fixed too. And guess what, guys? If if none of that works, okay, they're going to come up with something else, and they're either going to you know go to some sort of free to play model, which is not the end of the world. Okay, walking around with a free to play model doesn't mean you're now shopping at, uh, you know, the 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 less than uh, flashy jeans label company, you know, and you're walking around in in uh, something else other than Levi's, you know, you're still playing an awesome game. It doesn't matter what the label is, you know, going to a free to play model is not the end of the world. And a lot of times it enhances a game. Yeah. Bioware is not stupid. Bioware knows how to handle games. They've been handling games for a long time now. And if anybody's capable of working with an, uh, with an MMO, especially with an MMO this strongly related into the IP of Star Wars as well as storyline telling or you know storytelling, Bioware's got it hands down and you know I don't think there's any reason to freak out whatsoever about you know the possibility of, of the game going anywhere. Yeah. I mean there's there's no doubt in my mind. Bioware knows exactly what's going on. They're not idiots. They know what's happening, you know, and, and they're fully capable of understanding how, you know, that this is a normal phenomenon to, to see that players are leaving. It's completely healthy for their servers. And as Lou mentioned, which, you know, kind of really struck home with me, is that now they've got a viable population to work with. They understand where the really heavily populated servers are. They understand where the stress is hitting their servers, and they understand that these numbers are true and they're viable. They're constants. And they don't have all these trial players running around, you know, throwing out, you know, irregularities into their uh, servers. So now that they've got this constant server base, now that they've got those subscribers that are constant, now they can focus on making those servers better, making the experience for all of us as subscribers better, and pushing out content that's going to be great. Right, and with any... MMO I've ever played um, over the god decade and a half now. Um, population is <laughs> has it been that eight, long? Yes, since '98, since Ultima Online. Um, <laughs> a population growth and, and fall is cyclical. It's with every game I've ever experienced. It happens. Yeah, you know, just like the census is held every ten years in the United States. You know, states will see populations grow. Some will see fall. All right, you sh- people expect that. People should also expect that with MMOs. MMOs are a living, breathing, dynamic entity. But okay. l- let's put this whole situation into context, though. The 1.7 million number that they threw out there at the beginning, they padded that number as much as they could to make it seem like as many people were interested in this game as possible, 
and a lot of them hadn't even paid a $15 subscription yet. The 1.3 that they just released, the number, that is people that are actually paying money and anybody that's in an actual active trial right now. And you know, the trials have such a short duration that those people added up 1.3 million. That still makes this the number two MMO in the market. This game isn't following below substandard at all. Why isn't anybody saying that? Okay. That now, Fred, this entire week, you know, uh, we've been listening to nothing but negative press about, you know, this, this whole thing coming out. How come there's no one out, you know, and, and I hate to be this way. All right. But, you know, podcasters of Star Wars, the old Republic, you know, shame on you. Shame on you for not going out there and saying that what Fred just said, that even though these numbers are there, we're still number two. Shame on you for that. Because you should be saying that. Because we're all a community. All of us are a community here. And we've, you know, there's a lot of people out there that rely on your word. And they want to feel good about playing that game. And there's a lot of awesome stuff regarding this game. And, and when you come out there and you're just so negative sometimes about, about what's going on, you know, that, that leaves us with, with a, a feeling of, well, gee, you know, why am I even bothering? And I think a lot of the reason why, you know, we're, we're coming on the show today and trying to, you know, reinforce that this is a cyclical thing and that we were expecting it. And I think a lot of people out there, I think even Bioware was expecting this, okay, is, is to, to let people know that, look, <laughs> all right, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel here, okay? Or if you're enjoying the game, continue to enjoy the game. Have fun with it because it's a great game. All right, pay no mind to you know the doomsayers out there and and those out there that want to you know say negative things because you know you're playing Tor and you know oh it's 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 a crap game. It's not a crap game. It's an awesome game. And don't let right. anyone it's, tell you otherwise. Right. Find the thing that appeals to you or things that appeal to you within the game. There's lots of them out there. Lots of things to like about the Old Republic. You know, find what appeals to you, like I mentioned before, and use that. And build upon it. Um, now that we actually have a, a much more stable subscriber base, okay, I, I think, and I'm ho- you know, I hope, and I know that now the, the server communities will be that much better because now you have people that you're going to see more often. You're not going to see a whole, you know, influx of names you've never seen before. You're going to start seeing the same people over and over again. Yeah, that's okay. very true. Yes, and and and. If I'm gonna put, I'm gonna actually plug this, put this in there. I really hope they never do a cross-server looking for group tool, because then you know I've said in the past that destroys community because now you have asshats, okay, <laughs> who forget the niceties of human, uh, of just normal you know behavior, okay? Yeah. Because I, no I want to drive home. Yeah, I want I want to drive home the fact that you know playing since '98, okay, when people basically bitch about having a group, I tell them to. You know, Sierra Tango Foxtrot uniform because that's how you build a community. <laughs> Interdependence upon one another. Okay. We never had problems like that back in EverQuest though, Lou. Everything right, was tradable because- and we were all community based. Right, but we also could blacklist people because we know there are only five thousand people on our server and there are only maybe eight hundred Shadow Knights. If ten of them are jerks, those ten will know they will never get in a group because we could post on a forum board saying, Hey, 
these 10 SKs, they ninja loot. Here's fo- you know, here's a screenshot of what they've done, and now people on that server will know. Oh, oh no, no, you get out. I'm well, ki- if I'm the leader, I'm kicking you from the group. People the other- had to know they had to behave properly. The other thing about this, too, is Bioware got the one thing right that is consistently difficult to get, which is leveling. It is very hard to keep a gamer's interest in leveling in an MMO because everyone knows the game starts when you hit end level. All they have to do is just populate the end game. How hard is that? You know, though, Ivorwin, not only were other shows making such a big deal out of this 400,000 number and blowing it way out of proportion and making it seem like there was a crisis that just isn't there. Mm -hmm. But one of the podcasts even went so far as to suggest that the 30 days that they gave away to level 50s and people that were legacy level 6 and higher was actually a ploy to boost their numbers for the earnings call. But in order to get the 30 days, one of the requirements was you had to have an active subscription. Okay, so then that couldn't have been a ploy to boost numbers because you exactly. had to have an All right, so can you just can you just restate that one more time because it flies out real fast and right it's right a after lot. the legacy patch 1.2. Okay. But BioWare gave a free 30 days of game time. All right. To anyone that had a level 50 character or was legacy level 6 and this in order to get the 30 days of playtime, you had to have an active subscription. Correct. They did give a short amount of time for people to come back and try the new features, but in order to get 30 days of playtime, you had to have an active subscription already. So that didn't change your subscription numbers at all. That was just a reward that they gave to their players. Right. So obviously which, they, it, it couldn't possibly have been a way for them to you know, obloviate their numbers Exactly. Because you had to have that. That's all I've been hearing all week is the most ridiculous claims that they're doing all these things to fudge the numbers. But the fact is, this 1.3 million is the first concrete number of subscribers that we've been given from this company. People are quoting numbers that they gave when they didn't have anything official in writing to give it. Right. And so there's nothing to compare it to. Right, so, and for anyone else out there, any naysayers say, all right, this is a public company now, publicly disclosing their figures, and before you say any negative, all right, these are numbers that they have to prove to an outside source, all right? So before the doom, you know, the doom gloomers out there say, oh, it could be, no, no. Okay, I do research and statistics in real life. If a company puts out these numbers, they have to provide actual concrete proof that someone else has to verify, Okay, before they so, can go public with it. So this is this is it. This is the hard number, and and there's no one way or the other about that. Right, because it's easier. It would be easy for someone like Blizzard to say, "Hey, you know what? I call shenanigans." Yeah, I'm gonna you know ask that Bioware or EA allow a third party to actually verify those numbers. Okay. If, All right, guys. if you look on the forums, the only thing that Swotor players seem the most concerned about is that there's a lack of looking for group tool and a lack of dual spec and looking for group is going to be out in 1.3 and the dual spec is supposed to be out before 1.4 or in 1.4 the latest right so everything that players are saying is a main staple that they need is coming is going to be here within the next two content patches right and that's obviously you know going to be here before the summer's out 
well in advance. Exactly. People just like to take things, put a negative connotation on them, and blow them way out of proportion. Yeah, and I, I think I don't. I think sometimes you know, with what you're talking about, you know, some of it is 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 on purpose. I think I think a lot of it though is not. I think a lot of people heard this and they said, "Oh my god!" and you know, and like they just they had a they had a fit, and you know, listen. And I want to get into our our closing you know our closing discussion here. Um, I want to start you know saying saying goodbye and our final thoughts. Um, my my final thought on this whole thing is, I'm still playing the game. Four hundred thousand people walk. I don't care. Why? Because I'm having fun with it. I'm still in the single player. When I get to raiding, I'm going to find raiders because there's people playing the game. Now Evarwin. It's that simple. Evarwin. Mm-hmm. Did the game feel any different to you the day before you found out about this 400,000 and the day after? No. Exactly. No, not at These all. These numbers mean nothing to the game. As long as they keep us where we have people to play with the health of the game does not depend on these subscription numbers they can go down a lot further before we're even feeling any impact from it right i think one of the reasons that people were getting upset about this is that the servers feel empty as it is and which they have to work on that and they are working on that and eventually we're going to see that fixed and fine and it's going to feel great whatever i'm i don't care you know i'm patient i enjoy playing this game and that's what my subscription money goes to and i have no problem paying it to be completely honest no problem at all and i i you know whatever they they'll fix it eventually and and when it gets there it'll be there and i'll be even that even happier but it, you know it's going to take some time I would almost wager that within two years, this game is going to be very healthy, have a healthy population, and we're going to be talking about a great expansion that's coming up. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. That's the way Absolutely. it always goes. I completely agree. Look at Rift. Yeah. Look at Rift. <laughs> yeah. Look at Rift. It's the same thing. A year ago, everyone was jumping off that like it was the Titanic going down. Oh, my God. I was one of them. I was totally one of them. I walked out of that game because I couldn't take it anymore. And it wasn't because people were leaving the game. It was just because raiding for me in that game at that time was just very difficult. And it just it, it wasn't my thing. So so I, I had to leave because I wasn't getting my money's worth with the raiding. On, on a broad level, it's very rare that a lot of people actually quit an MMO. To this day, I still go back to the original EverQuest and subscribe for a month here and there. Yep, as do I. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, final thoughts on everyone. Uh, Dave, I want to give you the floor first because this is technically your your last episode with us on a, on a permanent basis. So I get basis. to make a big bang? You can make the biggest bang you want to make. Awesome. Play my Wookiee noise. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, I need someone to like play uh, uh, like military drums in the background while I give my inspirational speech. Forget about it. Just do it. Let's just do it. Just do it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't work. Fred, it doesn't work. We're good. All right, here goes. Here um, goes. Very simply, if you're playing this game, if you're loving it, if you're hating it. If you're subscribed, if you're not subscribed, you're not going to affect me one way or the other. 
I have made this a niche game for me through leveling. That's what I found that makes this game amazing to me. And I've fallen in love with it. And I'm going to be playing it as my MMO, but I'm not... Like, it's just one of the millions of games that I've been playing lately, but it's it's my MMO. That's what I'm playing right now. And I'm on my sniper right now, I'm loving it, and I don't need to see a million thousand other people to feel like the game's successful, because to me, this isn't SWOTOR, this isn't, you know, Knights of the Old Republic. To me, I'm playing it as if it was uh, KOTOR 3. That That's, that's, that's it. That's all I got, yeah. It's yeah. KOTOR 3. <laughs> That was very nice, Dave. I, I was. I'm really glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, as I mentioned before, it happens, folks. You know, everything is dynamic. It's fluid. You know, things may not go so well. Things will go well. Um, take it with a grain of salt. At least now we have a good start. Or, you know, a good population base to work with and for me it's only going to get it better from there because those who have left who have wanted to leave well they they've left so be it you know we're going to get more players that's what i think fred okay here's my final thoughts anybody that is looking at these numbers and thinking along the same lines as they would with world of warcraft is completely wrong because World of Warcraft, that game was based on other video games. Star Wars The Old Republic not only brought in a mass of gamers, but they also brought in Star Wars fanatics that loved the movies and probably never played a game before in their life. So it's logical that a lot of those people are going to try the game, find out they don't like playing video games, or level one character to 50 and decide that they don't want to pay a monthly fee, and leave. So it's only going to be logical that Star Wars sees higher numbers dropping than World of Warcraft in the beginning. But eventually this game is going to form its own place, it's going to have its own fans, and it's going to become a healthy game with a growing population. And Rob. Yeah, so with the amount of people that are leaving, you know, it's absolutely normal to see the the amount of subscribers leaving, uh, especially this early in the game. People join the game, they try it out, give it a test run, see how they like it. They don't like it, they leave. It's as simple as that. You don't pay for something you don't like. And as everyone else has mentioned, and and I agree with them as well, this is a positive thing to see this. You know, the amount of players leaving. Not only is it just I wouldn't say it's a positive thing to see subscribers leaving, but it's a normal thing to see, and it's healthy. And it's good to see as well because we see that now that we have a concrete number to work with, we can work with the server, the Bioware can work with the server itself, uh, manage it so that we're able to have the amount of players that are needed on, a, uh, on each different server, um, but also manage the amount of players as well to increase interaction. And... Shame on all the other podcasts out there that have cast this in a negative light. People come to your shows to listen about a game that they're interested in for a reason. They don't come there to listen to you grope and, and, and whine about this game when 
they they love the game obviously they wouldn't be downloading your podcast if they didn't and you can't be looking at this thing in negative light either it's a normal thing we haven't seen numbers for subscribers yet since quarter one and those weren't even concrete numbers these are the first real numbers that we have if the next quarter rolls around and we see another four hundred thousand drop that will be a problem no doubt about it but but we're not going to see that Sotor is an awesome MMO. It's going to continue to be strengthened. And and like Fred said, in a year from now, we're going to be talking about a great expansion that's coming out. Indeed. All right, guys, how to reach us. As always, you can reach us at www.starwarsofftherecord.com. That's our website. You can find us at our portal site as well for the entire network, which is questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, if you want to check out our live show, that is at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. And we live stream all of our shows from, from that address email. If you want to email us star Wars off the record at gmail.com. If Twitter's your thing, you can tweet us at star Wars OTR. I am Evarwin. You can tweet at me at Evarwin E V A R W Y N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-1-1-B. Dave is at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N-Force. <laughs> One more time, Dave. I don't think everyone heard that. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> hey, Dave, it's Star Wars, so you got to say it. Farce Rota. No, it's uh, Force Rota. Force Rota. Force Rota. Force Rota. Force Rota. And that guy over there with the bad joke is Fred. <laughs> if oh, you, if don't you wanna... forget, Evarwin. Yes. If if you were offended by us talking about Guild Wars 2 and how bad it is, <laughs> send your email to Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. No, no. Tweet it <laughs> at Gorthinalore. <laughs> Yo, the destroyer of worlds, Wilson. He will be happy to take your hate mail. Uh, no, Five no. Send hate tweets at, to Fred at Gorthinalord. <laughs> yeah, however that's spelled. Move on. Next. G o r t h y n o l l u r. Gorthinalord. <laughs> and Rob. Rob is at Bowertech. B a u e r t e c h at Bowertech. Star Wars Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. I would just like to say, may the Force be with you. Force Rhoda! <laughs> Take care, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Later, people. Dave. Dave. Annie! <laughs> <laughs> night, y'all. Take care, everyone, and be safe. Good.